welcome to EC Pulse, the podcast that beats into the heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie, hello, hi, and I'm so exhausted. I am so exhausted. And as always, joining me. Well, I'm John, and um, I just realised that um, I didn't mention Ira Losco's kitchen a few weeks ago, and now I'm kicking myself. Oh, what? Oh, um... The, the most famous Maltese ad of this season was um, Ira Losco doing up her kitchen. And <laughs> um, you, you really missed something there. Oh, no. But, um, but now it's March and um, Cross Craft Kitchens Month is over, so I can't power up my kitchen. Oh, no. Um, other, other retailers are available, by the way. <laughs> ah, so hello and welcome to our last episode of our 2022 national final season i uh, made it joe yeah yeah um uh, i just felt like after this episode i felt like you know a couple of weeks break before we do our review in april felt appropriate because it's been a pretty busy season and yeah, I just, yeah. I think I need to recharge now. Yeah, we need a three-month holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three, three, two-week holiday, rather. Oh, hang, hang on, how many weeks? Yeah, oh, three weeks, okay. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... um. We're going to, of course, discuss the four songs that were selected this past weekend, and we're going oh, to. Oh yes, we are. And we're going to discuss the three final, three remaining finals of this season, which, um, yeah, it's going to be quite something considering that Sweden is one of them. <laughs> oh no! Oh no, indeed. Uh, okay, so um. Let's get started. So I'm with what happened this past weekend. So I'm going to do it in roughly the order in which the results came in. So we're going to start off with Germany. And the song that ended up getting picked was a guy called Malik Harris with a song called Rockstars. And it's fine. I'm just relieved that they picked one of the decent songs. Yeah. And they didn't do um, <laughs> what their default position is, which is just to vote for whatever song's on last. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it because I I didn't realise until the actual day that um, Germany was on Friday, which was the same time as Top of the Pops. And, like, I... I, I didn't feel like it was worth skipping Top of the Fops for, and uh, judging by my timeline, I made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, um, the song, the songs, it, the song part of the final um, was nothing to write home about. I didn't watch it myself either, but um, what can you say, really? Yeah. Oh well. Okay, anything else on Germany before we move on? Not really. Um, I do I do um, 
there is a performance by Jamala that I have to watch. Um, yeah. Um, at some point, but um, I, I, I haven't. I need to prepare myself for that. But I, I will do it. I promise. I promise everyone listening because because it is an important watch. Yeah, I heard that um, both in the German final and on um, the Romanian final, she did performances and. I didn't watch either of them, but and I haven't brought myself to catch up because I just not in a stable emotional state to watch it without getting into an emotional wreck. But yeah, basically the lump summary of the commentary on both of her performances was basically something along the lines of, oh my god, how does she have the strength to do this right now considering what's what's happening i know i know it's you know she she's an incredible person what, what can you say really yeah uh i i do want to say um because like back in 2016 when i was um there with um a few of the uh, few of our friends when um, Glenn Bartlett did his 24-hour marathon back in 2016 when he used oh, to do his... Oh, I remember that. Yeah, when he used to do his radio show before he got snapped up by the BBC. And um, yeah, he one of the segments he did was a interview with Jamala. And I remember oh. specifically one part of the interview because... For those of you who remember all the way back in 2016, when it was, when 1944 was initially selected, all of us on the podcast were very much along the lines of, we don't get this. But this part of the interview that she did on his radio show was the first step in making me really appreciate what she was doing was um yes. she was talking about how like when she was younger her grandmother would tell would tell her all these horror stories about you know stalinist um soviet union and what horrible things that he did to ukraine and yeah. like the um, in crimea region and stuff like that and when she was younger she was like I kind of like kind of like oh it was just in the past it doesn't matter to me kind of thing and then once the Crimea thing happened in 2014 she really started to you know realize oh this is actually relevant to me and you know yeah. all those horror stories could actually be happening to me now and even more so now which is it's just really sad. I know, I know. <sighs> um, yeah, we put, we've um, we did put a uh, link tree on our website. Um, if you if you want to help um, Ukraine, uh, which we would really recommend. But yeah. of course, there are lots there are lots of um, uh, good organisations out there that you can help. Yeah. Uh, just, Google donate to Ukraine and you know go, um, off you go. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be continuing to post the Linktree link on um, on our future episodes for the foreseeable future, as for as long as they need it, basically. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so, um, uh, with that out of the way, uh, oh god, I, I need some lightening up. Um, so... Well, yeah, we'll, we'll lighten up the mood now, because we are, we are coming to my favourite Super Saturday so far. <laughs> which, for reasons which will become apparent. Yeah, and... <laughs> Yeah, it was quite an um, evening, I have to say. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't tweet about it at all because I wrongly got put in Twitter jail for reasons I won't get into. But basically, it's bullcrap. Ugh. But are you yeah. out, are you out now? Yeah, I'm out. I can oh, I, I can You're tweet. Out. It was only a twenty. It was only a twelve-hour suspension, but still, it meant that I couldn't tweet that night so it was annoying because oh. tweeting is, is part of the fun for me <laughs> during know, national finals that, that's the problem with that bloody bird app <laughs> you, know, you know we're we're all too attached to it aren't we <laughs> yeah unfortunately <laughs> anyway so um as i said we're going to do this in roughly the order that the results came out so we're gonna start off with denmark first and i um, can i just can i just say i'm glad we're getting this one out of the way first oh okay because <laughs> i think i know what's coming based on last week um yeah um i watched this final um mainly because like the songs would have been all finished by the time france started and while the show itself was very good, as you would expect from Dance Melody Grand Prix, the songs, uh, they just left so much to be desired. And Can't disagree. Yeah. And um, the song that did end up winning was um, Reddy's song, the girl band that with um, the show. And um, get it out of the way, John, please. Okay. Uh, this, this is the song that I didn't want, and I will admit. Um, having watched the performance, I have warmed to it a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not awful, and it's not my last place. Oh, um, okay. By any means. Um, I've got it's better than um, five other songs. <laughs> on my list oh, okay um, that's good to I, hear I, yeah i mean i don't love i don't hate i don't love it i don't hate it 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 has a tune at least yeah but that's... it's it's not it's not one of my favorites and especially when full effect were right there guys yeah i'll get to that in a little <laughs> bit but um yeah i'm pretty much with you it's just roughly round about the middle of my rankings for me so okay so um of course um as it seems to be this season like 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 i noticed that our mutual friend elaine tweeted like earlier this morning she said uh people seem to be a lot more negative about the national final results than any excuse me than any other year and i don't know why that is i maybe <laughs> people fans have just gotten a lot more spoiled recently i don't know but anyway i i know 
I know Full Defect was my favourite as well, but I was fully expecting it to not even make top three because, as I explained last week, um, a lot of the people voting are dumb farmers in Yuland who basically see that kind of thing and are spooked by it so so they so it doesn't tend to do well in Densk Melody Grand Prix so it wasn't that surprising to me unfortunately well we've just shed our Danish audience (laughs) (laughs) oh it's okay I don't even think those farmers have internet anyway (laughs) God burn! Um, yeah, it's 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 a pity because Denmark is one of my favourite places in the world. I know, um, and they have had, but they have had much better finals in the past. Yeah, um, things can only get up next year, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, anything else on Denmark before we move on? Uh, no. No. Okay. So let's move on to Romania, and <laughs> I think it's fair to say that both of us were thrilled about this result because um, Yamame ended up winning. Yamame, baby, Yamame, Yamame. It's funny because I think most of the fandom online were quite mad when this went well us two which is kind of we're in the dms just kind of like posting funny gifs funny laughing gifs about the whole thing i love having a contrary view to the rest of the fandom to be honest <laughs> um yeah i just really like this song i i do you know what it's the return of fun Romania. Yay! And I, it's, it's going to be tough for them. Yeah. It's quite a competitive semi-final. But what I'm holding on to is the fact that fun Romania is the Romania that qualifies for finals. <laughs> Who knows? Who oh. knows? I mean, the, the past the past three um, contests they've had quite introspective, quite random songs yeah and they, and they, they've all missed the final whereas when romania used to be in the final it used to be you know they used to always be a talking point oh man and i, I think, think this song, i think this song is going to be a talking point yeah definitely oh man if it qualifies from this semi-final i cannot wait for the timeline to just basically be set on fire <laughs> Uh, now, the very convoluted voting system meant that um, this song won with a total of 59.23 points. What? <laughs> so the televote, um, the song that uh, won the televote got 12, and then all the other um, songs got um, uh, their points based on a percentage of how their song matched up to the winner song. So uh, Yamame was not far behind the song that won, which was Anna, 
So Anna got 12 and uh, WRS got 11.23. (laughs) And then all the other songs got a range between 3.37 and 1.32 points. (laughs) I mean, it has been um, a very odd national final process for them this year. Yeah. So I'm just relieved that they've ended up with a song that I actually like. Yay! After all that. (laughs) Oh, anything else on Romania before we move on? I would have been happy if Anna won the song called Anna. Um, It was a nice um folkish rockish song and yeah. it would have been nice in in eurovision but i'm pleased with this i'm pleased with what we got yay <laughs> and um for about an hour it was my new number one until something came along until I... something else came along <laughs> yeah because i did see on twitter that um after this weekend your top three got completely overhauled yes i, I had to change my top three three times over the course of the night <laughs> spoiler alert uh, spoiler alert mine didn't my, my top three has actually been quite static for quite a while <laughs> oh dear Oh, it depends on what the internal selections bring us over the next week. Um, Okay, so um, let's move on to France. And considering that um, this was like the first time you were hearing the songs, uh, what was your impression? Oh, it was so good. Yay! It was such a good final. Yeah, I thought Um... so too. And it was it was really sad to to see a lot a lot of good songs not make the final round. Yeah, um, some real some real bops in there as well, like telephone, navigateur. Um, I really I really enjoyed Il est où. Yeah, um, you talked about it speeding up at the end last week, and I adored that bit. It was just <laughs> so joyful, um, and. The um, song that finished second, I would also have been overjoyed with, Nui Pauline. Yay! And I am expecting Kate Ryan's version of Nui Pauline to drop ASAP. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> because this is exactly the kind of 80s francophone song that she always covers. <laughs> Uh, but the song that did win, and I think it's fair to say it's probably the only result that pretty much everyone could agree with, was um, Foulen, which was the Breton folk rave song. Oh, isn't it fabulous? And Breton, Breton is back in the contest as well. Yay! But in a very different um, sound to <laughs> Duane Bugali from 26 years ago. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, 
I'm feeling old now. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, it's, it's quite funny because, it, you know, considering that Breton is a Celtic language, I can't actually understand a word of it. No, it must be quite a distant um, relative. Yeah, probably. I'm looking, I'm looking on. I'm looking on Wiki at the moment, and it says Breton is mostly related to Cornish. Oh, okay. And that and that Welsh is more distantly related. Oh, okay. So probably like very distant, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess it's like you know um, Finnish and Hungarian are from the same family allegedly, but um, yeah. <laughs> They don't look they don't look the same at all no not really <laughs> um I, I can well some of the pronouns i could are kind of similar to welsh but like in terms of the actual words like i'm not recognizing any of these sure maybe i wonder if there are any courses out there for us yeah we should there probably should be. We should probably should have a quick Google at once we're done recording. <laughs> yeah. And funnily enough, I do have a, a, a little Brittany flag, but I might try and get a, a better one for the contest. Yay! Um, so because am I. I have, yes, because I have been to... I don't think I've actually been to Brittany, but I've been to a seaside town near Brittany. Okay. I think they count themselves as as Breton. I I don't really know if they actually are. Maybe they're from historic Brittany. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know enough about the history, but um, yeah, it's a be it's a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, I should probably check it out one day. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to go back into Brittany proper. Oh. Okay. Anything else on? France before we move on? Uh, I think we can move on. Okay, and last but by no means least, we've got the final in Serbia. And um, it was... Wow. <laughs> yeah, just wow, because... Um... This was this was an <coughs> explosive one. <laughs> oh boy, yes. Um, right, because... All week, um, basically, in the build-up to the final, everyone was basically, it's, it, everyone was basically, oh, the winner's going to be either Zoya or Sara, and neither yep. of them did. Instead, it was all Pokemon, a new challenger has arrived kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up getting... An act called Constructor with a song called Incapore Sano. And um, it's fair to say that it's a very interesting song. Well, when I first saw it, I knew it was the one. <laughs> and um, you know what? I, I, I'm thrilled. I mean, it's so weird. But it's so good. And, yes. Um, you know, now people know how we how we felt about Latvia and Norway. 
Thank you. <laughs> and um, for that reason, I was quite happy to grab popcorn, you know, and um, watch watch things go down. Um, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't I don't mean to sound harsh. I'm, I'm not trying to be harsh, but you know, there is there is a lot of hatred around this song, and I just don't get it. It's this is good, you know. This is weird in a good way, I think. Yeah, definitely, and it's not like it doesn't have any meaning to it because it's it while the presentation is very weird it's actually got quite an important message it's basically about how musicians in serbia can't get health insurance because they don't have universal health care it's basically if you're unemployed only if you're unemployed or have a contracted job profession you can get free health care but if you're a freelance or self-employed um person like a musician you're basically screwed and also a, a member of her band also passed away last year due to leukemia so obviously this has had an effect on her and um yeah, I think um, the whole thing about wanting to, um, the whole critique about obsessing over like weird holistic healthcare and stuff like that is quite oddly relevant today. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, I do. I do hope that she knows that this is. Um... She didn't expect to make it all the way to Eurovision. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm also really excited that we've got Latin. We've got phrases in Latin in the contest, which um, the most Latin we've ever had at Eurovision so far. Um, if, and it's a big if, if somehow it makes it through to the final, um, because there is a big worry about this song getting lost. Yeah. But if it does make if it does make it to the final, a lot of people will be talking about the woman who washes her hands. <laughs> yeah, because basically the whole performance is her sitting on a chair with a big bowl in front of her and she's just washing her hands while she's singing. Yeah, and she's dressed like a, a beautician or a nurse or something. Yeah. And um, there is a part of the there is a part of the song that reminds me of Casualty, the th the TV program, <laughs> <laughs> where the Red Cross appears on the backdrop. Yeah. Oh dear. Like, the only reason I'm laughing is because I'm just thinking of, like, all the fans being angry about this, and I'm just kind of like, I don't it's, care, it's... this is brilliant. Philistines. <laughs> <sighs> Again, we don't want to be mean, but it's just like sometimes, you know, it's... Sometimes the fandom acts in a way that just makes us want to kind of make fun of ourselves. I think when you find a song that you really love and 
the majority of people seem to dislike it. Yeah. You get kind of defensive. Yeah, I know all too well about that. I've thrown many yeah. a hissy fit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see who was wrong and who was right in May. Indeed. Okay, anything else on Serbia before we move on to previewing the next weekend songs? Yeah, we can move on. Okay, so um, let's um, uh, move on to our last batch of finals that uh, we've got this season. So first of all, we're going to go on to Iceland. So we got five songs in this final and uh, yep. just want to make sure, have you caught up with them by now? I have caught up. Yay! Yow! Yow! <laughs> okay, so um, it's a pretty good final, I think. And um, from what I can see, unless we get a Serbia-esque surprise, I'm thinking it's maybe a two-horse race between Katla and the uh, Sisters of Reykjavik band. Oh, Reykjavik or Vator. Thank you. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> or, or, so, or something to that effect. Yeah. Uh, what do you I think? Would to, I would have to agree. I think um, Cutler has a very good song, and I think Stefan has a very good song, very beautiful song. I also liked the um, country song, Sigabeta Ok Elin. Yeah. Um Daitor is mad <laughs> and for that reason I kind of want them to win. Yeah, I they're my favourite in the final, um, because I talked about um, them last week and um and um I didn't realise until um after the they qualified that this is a kind of like a pro-feminism song which makes me like it even more because yeah. you know I, I think I said before in this podcast that I prefer my pro-feminist anthems to be fun and this is certainly fun it, it, it is um I did worry um a bit because when, when they were sat in the green room there were eight of them <laughs> oh no but um it looks like um they've decided which six actually make it to the stage oh, okay that's good. So yeah, um, that I mean that's the one that seems to stand out the most. But you know, I won't be ups I won't be upset with any of the other songs. Yeah, same. Um, they're missing uh, a Dati Fair or a Hatari sort of standout track this year. Yeah, a little but bit. They're not. They're not going to embarrass themselves. No, definitely not. No. Okay, uh, anything else on Iceland before we move on? Okay, so let's move on to Festival de Cansao in Portugal. And this is a bit of a tricky one because on the Monday, which is probably when this podcast is coming out, um, they're going to have semi-final two then and then the final oh. on the Saturday, which is... Um, Making predictions a bit difficult for us. Yes. Um, 
and I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go into the Portuguese final um, with a with a new perspective, like I did with France. To be honest with you, I think that's um, a that's a fair point. Yeah, but I'm loving some of these um, band names um, that they've got in this year, like Pepperoni Passion <laughs> and um, O Vampiro Submarino. <laughs> I like the sound of them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, um, yeah, the second semi-final is pretty good. Um, there's some nice songs in there. I I'm afraid to point out any specific ones in case, like, they don't qualify by the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that it's probably going to be a pretty good final. And, um, yeah, we should probably check it out by the time that... Either Sweden or Iceland, whichever one you're watching, has finished. So, yeah. Indeed. And um, Portugal were my favourites last year, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Okay, so last but by no means least, we're going to discuss the final of Melody Festival. And... And um, <laughs> for once, we're actually happy about um, the results of Not Andrew Quanson because three out of the four songs we wanted made it to the final. So, hooray! Oh, this, yes, exactly, absolutely. This was the, one of the best um, semi final slash Andrew Quanson's results wise. And I. <laughs> I know that um, they've not been so kind um, to me over the years. So I, you know, I loved this show. And as well as the songs that got through, which I'm thrilled with, all, all the other interval bits, the Melfest Hall of Fame stuff, and the fact that they got Advingana to open and close the show, that was such a nice touch. Yay! <laughs> um, I, I was worried, I said last week, I thought they were going to choose all the men's and leave all the women out. Um, but I got three out of four. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for Teals to go through as well, but I, I miss Lisa Miskowski. Me too. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, so let's discuss the final. And um, as much as I've been kind of complaining about the quality of this year's Melody Festival and I have to say that the final has turned out pretty decent I think yes we've got all the good songs yeah yeah I think yeah um, I would say it's similar to um last year in Norway which was hard work but a very good final and um I think it's the same here yeah I think so too Okay, so this is going to be very interesting because unless there's a a random food option that shows up on Saturday, it seems like it's going to be a two-horse race between Cornelia and Anders Bager, which, oh God, I'm actually... I I don't know what to think because it's weird because, like, 
I really like Cornelia's song. Like, I'm not in love with it, but I think it well, would. I, I think it would make make a really good entry for Sweden, considering it's not. It would make a nice change from their usually over polished entries that they've been sending for the last few years. However, like the troll part of my brain is kind of like. Especially with how Semi 2 is t- turning out, like, I wonder how Sweden would do if they sent a legitimately unpopular song like Anders' song is. <laughs> well, you know, I think, I think that the fandom are missing a trick here. I think that casual viewers would really go for it. Okay. Um... You know, because the song is uplifting and it's got that sort of... Have I said this on the podcast before? It's, it's got it's got that sort of likeable older performer vibe that works. It worked with the Olsen brothers. Okay. It worked with him. Um, I have, however, come to the conclusion that if Cornelia does not win, I will be gutted. Oh, yeah, same. Um... Yeah, I do think I do think Cornelia's song is is the one and should be the one. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm leaning towards Cornelia winning because I'm thinking like, like the 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 international juries surely would have to sink Anders quite a bit. <laughs> you would think. Never trust a jury. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If there was a different song to come out and end up surprising everyone and winning it, who do you think could could it be? Well, Clara is also um, quite heavily in the running. Mm-hmm. I think she's in with a chance. Yeah. Um, she has a lot of uh, Spotify traction um, and other streaming services too. <laughs> I, I hasten to add. Um, I don't think that anyone else could really step in. Although I would, I absolutely love both uh, Cassiopeia and Tona's songs. Yeah. So I would be happy with either of those. Yeah. Oh boy, so um, yeah, this is going to be quite, I'm probably going to be watching this entire final with my bum firmly clenched, because <laughs> it's going to be that <laughs> tense. Oh dear, well, um, probably um, either Cornelia or Anders would both be serious contenders for my number one if they were picked um but i do want cornelia yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna put it out there yeah okay anything else about melon d festival and before we move on um i don't say anything else okay so i think we'll move on (laughs) 
Okay, so those were the last um, bunch of um, finals that we got to look forward to this year. So after that, we just got to have a long wait for Eurovision in May. Uh, but of course, we'll have our review in uh, in April. So we'll try fill fill in the gap for you guys there. Um, we'll keep okay. you occupied. <laughs> okay, so next up, um, for what little of it there is, let's do our final news recap of the year. Oh, it's you. What do you want? <laughs> For our last very quick news roundup, we'll just take a look at who is left to reveal something and um, give you some dates to look forward to. Now, by the time this podcast comes out, it might well be the 8th of March. And um, that's the date when we can expect something from Switzerland. We now have a date for Cyprus as well. They're going to be reviewing their stuff on the 9th. Belgium on the 10th. Greeks on the 10th. And Azerbaijan, UK, and Armenia, and Georgia, whenever. And Austria. And Austria, of course. There, I think a little snippet has come out of Austria, but not the whole thing, so I haven't listened to because I, I don't want to judge anything on a snippet. Same. <laughs> um, that's all the Eurovision news we have, but um, something very interesting happened, something that uh, made my um, jaw wide open a little bit. Um, <laughs> We have some artists, we have all the artists for the American Song Contest. Oh, and, boy. Um, I, did, I did think of you when um, one of these names popped out. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you guess why? Uh, because I don't like them. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, long story short... Um, the 56 artists competing in the American Song Contest are out and some surprisingly massive names. Um, for example, representing Alaska, we have Jewel, who you may know. <laughs> um, from Maryland, we have Cisco. <laughs> the Fong Song guy. Fong, 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 Fong. Um, from Ohio, Macy Gray. What? Macy freaking Gray. And um, yeah, we we we've talked a lot on this podcast about the top of the pops repeats, and um, this this is why I thought of you representing Connecticut, the one and only. Michael Bolton, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. Thoughts? Oh, I'm dreading this. <laughs> well, not the actual show, but I'm dreading his song. 
I prefer your version, actually. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wash your ears out. <laughs> oh, yes. So once um, the Eurovision National Final season wraps up, we've got American Song Contest to look forward to starting March 21st. And um, it's going to be on in a number of European countries, including uh Finland, Iceland, Sweden, and Greece. So there should be a way of watching this. Ooh, okay. And it's on every week until May the 9th, the day before Eurovision semi-final one, girl. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, just a little heads up. Um, we're probably going to do like a very rough kind of um, summary of the show once it's finished after Eurovision is finished in May because um, as we said before um, the final is before the first semi-final in Eurovision so not exactly great timing and of course we will be too busy doing our 2022 reviews so um, yeah we, we you, as much as we'd like to discuss um, the American Song Contest you're gonna have to wait until May to hear our thoughts about that. We're sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but I am looking forward to getting stuck in, I have to say. Yeah. You know, who who doesn't want who doesn't want more new music? Exactly. More new artists. By the way, I, sorry. Oops, carry on. You 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 carry on. I'm particularly looking forward to Find out what the Northern Mariana Islands give us. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, are you um um uh, what are the other um non? Because there's the fifty states and the and also some overseas territories. Is uh, American Samoa one of them? It is. Oh, okay, so that might be one I might have to adopt. Uh, but I'm also adopting California because I've got family in San Francisco. So I basically... California! <laughs> yeah, basically when it comes to... I don't follow American sports all that often. But like whenever like the Super Bowl is on and stuff like that, I basically support any team from the San Francisco area. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Um, oh, I'd love to. I'd love to go to California someday. Yeah, me too. I I haven't been so well. I, unless you count like a few hours stopover in LAX airport. <laughs> uh, it, it kind of counts, depending on <laughs> depending on what your opinion is. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too bad, but the security line was. Oh my god, it was so long and so slow. I was I was hangry by the end of it and so when I finally got past security, I was running through the departure lounge trying to find a food place and I finally found a burger joint and despite me being so hungry, I could it was so big. I, the meal I got was so big, I could barely eat half of it. Everything, every every meal in America is supersized. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> yeah. 
It's incredible. Um, are you adopting any states uh, for the American Song Contest, John? I don't know. Um, I don't think I have any real ties to America. Uh, well, I have, I have, you know, long, um, distant relatives from a hundred or so years ago that moved to America. Um, but um, I guess I'll adopt a state or a territory when I hear the songs. Ah, that's fair enough. <laughs> oh, I, by the way, I just got a phone notification on my phone and um, surprise, surprise, Man United is getting battered by City in the derby, so that's fun. <laughs> yeah, ig ig ignore. <laughs> yeah, ignore. Uh, okay, so um, <laughs> that's it in terms of our news roundup and... Um, I know we have got a few um, listeners' questions, so I'm just going to scroll to the beginning. And oh, okay, hit, we got hit me it. With them. Okay, so this is our last bunch of listeners' questions for the year. So if so, if you've got any questions, sorry, you've missed out. <laughs> You're gonna have to wait until 2023. Gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe if there's enough demand, we could do like a Q&A podcast or something. Who knows? Oh, the match yeah. is finished. Uh, so, yeah, put us out of our misery. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Man United's been sucking this season, so I'm just more focused on seeing how Christian Eriksen does at Brentford. So Yeah. <laughs> and he's... And he's doing well so far. He had his first um, start since um, what happened last summer. And um, he's doing yeah. pretty well, which is really good to see. We, we love to see it. Yay. Uh, fingers crossed that he goes to the World Cup. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, back to listeners' questions. Okay. So the first set of questions are from our friend AJ, a.k.a. Oneromu on Twitter. Hi, AJ. Hi, AJ. Okay, so number one is which semi final perform. Sorry, start that again. Which semi final performances were so bad that you're shocked that they actually qualified? Um, I'll give an example Sue Hat in 2019. <laughs> oh. oh my God. <coughs> um, I wouldn't say. Sirhat surprised me because I kind of expected it to qualify. I was just more relieved because I remember that one of the backing singers was really off tune and I was that made me kind of worried. So when it when he did qualify, I was like, oh thank God. <laughs> well I thought it was Sirhat that was out of tune. Well, well, I didn't. Ex I never expected to how to sound amazing, but so I, I was. It was just expect an expected performance from him. But um, yeah, one of the backing singers was really bad for me. <laughs> oh dear, it was. It was. It was almost. It was like Sir Hat was being gradually sped up <laughs> as, as he sang. Oh, you know, you know, you know, like on, on YouTube, um, they have these videos where um, you start listening to the song and then it 
tinker with it and then there's something gra- it gradually goes wrong and then it goes yeah. very wrong indeed yeah it's like um oh let me give a eurovision example sorry like i don't know if you remember but that like, in 2017 with that fuse mark song from lithuania someone did um kind of like yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> every time they went yeah yeah like the song would speed up or something like that and by the end it was just pandemonium (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) but on to the actual like uh actual answers to that um how about you start because i'm trying to think on the spot for for ones that i was particularly surprised by after watching the live show um the one that uh, um has popped into my head straight away is uh make my day from 2005 I still don't know how that qualified because <laughs> you know um, the, the dad dancing my god <laughs> yeah that was weird and like that qualified over Poland which was pretty good like I think Poland was kind of robbed that year but Whatever. Yeah, if if we'd had Twitter in two thousand and five, the meltdown of all those fan favourites falling at the first hurdle. Yeah. Oh boy, I remember Ireland not qualifying, making BBC News website. I know because it was the first time. It wouldn't. <laughs> it's not news now. Oh yeah, that's unfortunate. Um. What, what about me? Um, I'm trying to think of like a semi-final performance that was really bad, but still qualified. Um, trying to think. Um, You're up! Ow! <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That, that, that's one of my answers. Yeah, because... Oh, oh, boy. Well, that was that's iconic, it. but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I'm I'm actually struggling to come up with an answer. Actually, uh, do you have any other answers? I think we've given two two or three pretty good ones. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Okay, so I think we we can leave that at that. Mm. Um, okay, so, oh, um, not quite, I mean, I was shocked at it qualifying, but not because the performance was necessarily bad, but when Valentina qualified in 2014, I was shocked, uh, especially, like, after watching her semi-final performance, well, she wasn't out of tune, but she was visibly very nervous. Like, her hands were visibly shaking at the end of it. And it was just oh, kind of no. like, oh, no. So, so it kind of, like, when she qualified, it was even more shocking to me. <laughs> Not because she shock, was... Though. Yeah. Okay, so shall we move on to the second question? Sure. Okay, so AJ's second question is: Should pre-record? Sorry, should pre-recorded backing vocals stay? Um, I kind of had an interesting debate with one of my friends over this because 
I saw on Reddit someone um, did one of those vocal only mixes for um, Subwoofer's song. And oh. <laughs> yeah, and basically the vast majority of the chorus was like pre recorded, you know, the yum oh. yum yums bit. And it's, yeah. and it, it kind of made me like, uh, this is really pushing it kind of thing well i don't really have i'm not really that bothered about pre-recording backing vocals i mean if it's if it makes things logistically easier then whatever i don't care but i do have an issue with people over relying on it to that degree it's just kind of like at which point do you kind of draw the line and say, actually, <laughs> you should you shouldn't get away with this much. You, you should be live. It's a tricky one, isn't it? I mean, I think I think that it's it's necessary in the case of some songs because it's the only way that certain songs can sound good. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, I don't. I don't want it to be the default position because no. you because Eurovision for me Eurovision is about a, you know fa a fantastic live performance and you you miss out on some really great vocal moments if you put the vocals on tape. Yeah. So yeah. And, and I don't I don't I don't want to, I don't want to put backing vocals out of the job. That's that's my main um, worry. Yeah, and and another thing that made me think, like, you know, what um with the um with the subwoofer thing is that, you know, mm. if you if you're gonna allow pre-recorded backing vocals, then why is allowing vocoder effects on live vocals a problem? Because no, mm. yeah, because. I'd imagine like it would be perfectly fine if those yum yum bits were live but vocoded as in the studio version and you know you know it's not like auto tune it's just an effect and you know it's you could argue it's just as much as an instrument as a guitar or a piano in a song so what's the problem mm. Why is it always Norway? Because <laughs> we had a, we had a, a, an odd discussion about Joust. Do you remember? Yeah. There's bits of their song I think were pre-recorded. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and I'm, and I expect this debate is going to go on and on and on. And um, on. <laughs> okay. And the last question from AJ is. Now that Belarus and Russia are out for the foreseeable future, will we see any countries return or even debut? Um, well, we oh. know that um, the new state broadcaster in Monaco is very interested in coming back next year, so that'll be very interesting. But um, in ter terms of debuts, I don't think we're going to see any in the foreseeable future. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. I'm more looking at getting some um, countries back into the folds. Like, 
if you say like Monaco, if if, um, if their new broadcaster gets granted EBU membership, um, Andorra, we want you back. Yay! <laughs> um, and uh, also, while we're on the subject, I did see a, um, an article on, I think it was on Uruguay, it, 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 or something like that, but basically it was reiterating that Bosnia would like to participate if they weren't broke as all hell at the moment, which is really sad. I know. We, we miss them. Me too. Um, anything else before we move on to the next question? Next. <laughs> okay, so these next questions are from a good friend, Anne. Hello! Hello, Anne. <laughs> okay, so first question. What might be the fallout of a Ukraine win? <laughs> yeah, this is a very interesting question because um, the last couple of days I have seen a couple of people suggesting that Ukraine might win this year due to a sympathy vote. Um, that's a complete discussion that we're going to say for our review. But I think depending on what the situation is, I think if they do win this year, I think maybe they'll pass on the hosting to whoever comes second. That's what I think will happen. Yeah, I don't... Personally, I don't think um, winning Eurovision on a sympathy vote is a thing. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, yeah, they, they bless them. They they can't host. Um, no. They, because they it's bless them. They 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 um, struggled um, last time. And, yeah. And they, they they weren't they weren't even um, under attack um, as much as they are now. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, though. Yeah. Okay. Second question: Supposing that the UK don't unveil anything before the podcast comes out, what would be the worst thing they could do? Um, send a really safe and boring song. Um, sending Morrissey. Touche, touche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Picking someone who who um, who's um, controversial, let's say. Yeah. Ah. That or or something completely unremarkable. Yeah. Okay, and last question. What is your prediction for what Circus Mirkus come out with? Maybe they are the brains behind Miss Katie Love. <laughs> and for those of you who are unaware, um, there was the, <laughs> one of the um, there was this um, artist called Miss Katie Love who submitted a song to the Moldovan selection, but withdrew from the auditions because like she can get a flight to Moldova at the last minute and uh, basically she submitted what was it like a minute of noise basically white noise <laughs> I, lo I, I love that song <laughs> oh, iconic iconic um 
in terms of um, Circus Mucus, I have no bloody idea what to expect from these guys. You know, they could step in to fill the gap left by uh, Rave Mother <laughs> Possibly, That yeah. I would like. Yeah. Or it could it it could be um you know just some very art house jazz type thing which I <laughs> I wouldn't mind either. <laughs> I mean we've got we've got in Corporisano. I mean more please. <laughs> yes, more. <laughs> ah. Okay, and that's it for our listeners' questions. So, as is tradition when we do our last national final podcast of a year, we do our summary. So, we do... um, So, um, let's do our annual in-memoriam segment of all the songs that we've lost along the way because... Obviously, when we do our 2022 review, we want to give the songs, um, judge the songs by their own merit and not what they won against and all that. So basically, this is like our Oscars in memoriam segment (laughs) where we talk about all the songs we sadly lost along the last few weeks. Um, and you... uh, p- potentially it's going to be longer than most years. <laughs> um, also with the caveat that um, we still got three national finals left to finish. So, um, uh, John, how about you start? Um, yeah, because we're, bef- we're primo fest final, this, um, my section will probably be the Build up with Swedish songs. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to mention Mama, Mama, Mama <laughs> from Spain. Anchugueras, um, they walked so uh, Fulen could run. Yes! Yes. Um, Australia, Voyager. Yeah. Jude York. Jaguar Jones. Um, who else? Croatia, the other Mia, Mia Negovitic. <laughs> um, Norway, where to start? Oh. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you fill some gaps in, but... I would mention Maria Moan and Sophie Fjellvang because I think you're going to talk about another artist, which is would also be on my list. Yeah. Um, Malta, you should have picked Ritmo. And Aww. if um, if um, rumours are true and um, they're going to swap their song, um, well, why did you bother? <laughs> And um, Italy, you know, you've got to win a potential song, but um, I really wanted Elisa. Aww. Like, really wanted Elisa. Um, over to you. Okay, so um, obviously the big one for me is um, Death of Us from Norway. Like, I'm pretty sure 
if that got selected, it would be my number one now. Which... Possibly me too, I would I would say. Yeah, which stings even more. Um oh, sting. <laughs> It's gonna sting so bad. So bad. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> um uh there's so many songs from San Romo I could mention. Obviously you've already mentioned Elisa. Um I could talk about uh Dajin D'Amico's song Darvesi Bala um, also Kiki 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 Kimika and uh, yes. lap, and Lara Rapizantante di Lista as well oh, uh, Ciao 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 and um, uh, also G Gianni Morandi as well and yeah this uh, I, I, I could go on and on about like there's so many good songs in San Remo so I can I'll, yes. I'll give some other countries a chance um <laughs> um <laughs> uh probably say what else um oh what was it called i've <laughs> i completely forgot what it was hang on uh give me a second Well, I've got one that I completely forgot from Finland. Oh, okay. This should have sent Young Hearted. Oh. That would have been my number one if Aww. they picked that. I'm okay. not. I'm not over it. Oh. Okay, I got it now. So um, I'm also meant missing Yazinki from Czech Republic, but you yes. know I can't complain with the song they actually sent, but still. Um, what else are we, am I missing, um... Tiramisu. Huh? <laughs> Tiramisu from Una Voce per San Marino. Oh, okay, so I didn't watch uh, San Marino's final, so I didn't know what you were talking about, sorry. <laughs> I didn't watch it either, but uh, Tiramisu is a bop. Oh. Um, oh, I've got to mention um, Lolita Zero, Lolita Zero as well. That was a um, piece of art. That was. Um, I'm not your murder, murder. <laughs> um, I can't. I still can't believe that um, <laughs> Lolita used their real voice. I know. <laughs> that was that. That was like um, that was a like Milli Vanilli moment there. <laughs> When, when when they recorded using their real voices, yeah, like they can get furious to do it again. <laughs> Maybe he was too busy. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, gotta mention Serbia. As much as I'm happy with what they sent, I've also gotta mention both Soria and Sara Joe as well. I thought they were really good. Um, yeah. What else am I missing? Um, oh, uh, of course, got to mention... Um, well, technically, it's a disqualified entry, but um, it's, a, I'm, it's a bit of a shame that Alina Pasha's song had to get disqualified for understandable reasons, but oh well. 
Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I still do like um, um, Kalush Orchestra's song, so it's not, it's not that um, gutting. Um, what else am I missing? Oh, there's a um, lot of songs in France as well, like uh, Nuit Pauline, Il est où, um, Navigateur, um, La Chanson d'Amour, um, La Famille, yeah. uh, there's so many yeah. French songs. All of that, those. Yeah. And um, I think um, I think that's about it for me. I think we've done well there. Yeah, it's a pretty good list, I think. Um, so, just um, having a look at um, as it stands with the lineup. So, we've still got about five songs in each semi final to wait for. And um, I think we've and already. And our song. And our song as well. Um, we're the only big five country yet to announce our song. Um, and um, I don't know what to make of semi-final one just yet, but semi two is looking really tough. And I'm I'm already scared about the potential bloodbath we could get in May with that one. Well, yeah, I mean, this happens every year, but oh, no, I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm not ready. Oh boy, but um, what will be will be. What will be, sera, sera. <laughs> Whatever will be will be. The future's not ours to see, okay, sera, <laughs> sera. <laughs> okay, we'll stop there. <laughs> okay, so that's it for this podcast, and um, yeah, as we said earlier, we're going to be taking a free minute. Not three minute. <laughs> a three a minute bit... break. We'll, <laughs> we'll be, be right t- back. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be taking a three week break rather as we prepare for our 2022 review. Um, once all the songs are out, which hopefully should be within the next week, um, we will put out our voting form for you to submit your scores for our review. And um yeah, we'll be aiming to put out a review episode every Friday because there's five Fridays in April, which is very handy. And so, so yeah, um, so we'll see you in three weeks. Um, hope you enjoyed this last weekend of um, national finals and internal selections and... Um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting a uh, bunch of songs to talk about, to say the least. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so um, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for listening to our national final podcast for the last few weeks, and we'll see you in April. And until then, goodbye. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.